Hey guys, so welcome to uh, the New Era podcast. If you're tuning in for the first time, I'm your host, New Era. And if you're a reoccurring guest, thank you for coming back. And I know it's been a while since I've been uploading, but I'm super excited for today's episode. I have a very special guest. Her name is Lee. Hi, Lee. Hey, hey, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you so much for taking the time. I was quite a drive for you to come out to the studio, right? Look, it's nothing. <laughs> there are things you do for certain people. You're one of those people. <laughs> I said, you. you know what? We're getting in that car. We are going. Right. We're doing this today. Yes. Yeah, so um, I want to give the listeners a little backstory on how we met. Mm-hmm. So, yes. um, so we met. So we both have... Um, one thing in common, uh, pl- plenty of things in common, but uh, one thing, one thing we have in common is yeah. we listen to a podcast called the Joe Budden Podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and we are ready to do some potting <laughs> today. Yeah. We're, We're ready, ready to do, do some potting. potting. We're <laughs> ready to do some potting. <laughs> yes. So, um, what's so funny is I ended up going to that show by myself. I had like no one to go, so I I was like, you know what? I'm getting tickets. I'm going. By, I'm going by myself. And lo and behold, I met a girl named Lee that went by herself, too. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to be you, which is crazy. And we met, like, we were, like, waiting in, and it was in the bar area, right? We were waiting for Tim. We were, we were VIPs. Let's <clears throat> first type that up. We <laughs> right. did not have the $10 tickets. We were VIPs sitting within right. the first few rows. And we were there for the meet and greet. Right. So this is before the show actually right. started. We were hanging out in the VIP lounge. And, like, everyone's just talking and kicking it. Yeah. yeah. And then there was, like, so many people there. And one thing that that I love going, this was my second show. That was the first show you went to, the live show, right? It was my first live show with and, Joe Button, yes. And it was, it was so incredible to know, like, we're all in the same room because we all have that one thing in common where we listen to this podcast. And... Uh, and I, I was too, I guess I would, I would say I, I was a little nervous to like let people know, hey, I have my own podcast, you know? So um, there I was, I think I would say overwhelmed, right? There was like so many different people. It was a lot going on. There were a lot of personalities. Yes. We were all bursting at the brim with right. excitement. It was a very interesting kind of day. The vibe was a little off and a little on. It yeah. felt like we were all there to be really supportive with one another and for one another. But we were just kind of like just taking it easy. Going with the see, flow. Yeah, let's just see. Like, let's yeah. ride the wave. Yeah. Let's see what the vibes are and right. let's move from there yeah and it was actually my first time in oakland like by myself i had oh, never okay. i had never been to oakland before and so oh, wow. um, i mean i've gone to like raider games you know my family is like we're raider fans so we've gone to games but i've never been to it's oakland. not the same just to be it's, in oakland like just in oakland casually versus right. really spending time there and picking up on that energy and that yeah. flow and the way the people are and people coming from all over the place to yeah. converge and be there for one reason. It was so interesting. I didn't realize how many different cultures are in Oakland. Like, oh. There's so many different, <laughs> you know, even in the group yes. of, uh, from when we met, you know, mm-hmm. we were a group, I believe, of eight that just happened to meet then. Like, yeah. we all went on our mm-hmm. different terms, right? And we were talking about, like, where we're from and all that. Mm-hmm. And we were all from different areas of the world, Very which is crazy. places. Exactly. Yeah, so um, I want to talk about, like, where are you originally from? Okay, so I'm originally from the Midwest of the United States. Whoop, whoop, throw your hands up. Hey. Um, my hometown, oh, it's hard to say. I'm from a little bit of everywhere. First of all, born in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Kalamazoo is a real city. Really? I went to college there as well. Okay. went to Western Michigan University. Uh-huh. Um, my family is from both Flint and Benton Harbor. Okay. Two really interesting places. One on the west side of the state. The other is like 
kind of like mm, northeast. I don't know. I don't know where Flint is considered. Like if you're Michigan, it's right here. Uh-huh. I just showed my hand because that's how Michigan people show <laughs> our map. Um, and then I grew up predominantly in Detroit. I graduated from Detroit Public Schools and then, like I said, went to college in uh, Kalamazoo. And then afterward, I was bouncing back and forth between working in Seattle and um in Portland and then I got an offer in Chicago and I was like that's where I'm going pack me up let's go now so I ended up um, living and working in Chicago for quite some time ended up coming out to Oakland on a project for work and then they were like uh by any chance would you want to come back and stay and like I was like probably like 23 or so no no yeah I was about 23 and Mm -hmm. I was just kind of like yeah yes so I ended up picking up and moving out here to Oakland um didn't really know much about California at all, but of course, like, I'm one of those people that's like, you know what, pack my things, I'm ready to go, I don't yeah. have to know anything there, I don't have to know anybody there, I'm just going to take myself and go, let's yeah. go. Mm-hmm. And well, what did you think when you first, like, got to California, you're like, was it in, well, what did you expect, you know, did you, what did you think? I think I had... <sighs> I don't know what kind of expectations I had because let's just be real clear. I came out here to the Bay Area just like most people in a relationship. Right. And then that fell to pieces quickly. It took about a year, but, you know, that went to scum. So that was nothing. So when I moved here, I was kind of expecting to come here, um, become integrated into the environment. I had heard that Oakland was such a community-based place. Um, People really get a chance to know one another there when they see you out and then they see you again it's just kind of like okay we recognize you we're putting some respect on the fact that you're here so I thought like okay I'm about to pop out get to know all these people and I'm gonna really enjoy it and that is not how things went down (laughs) at all really no how did it go down it was like I got here and I felt like a fish out of water really oh boy when I say I was just so I was like okay I thought I'm from the Midwest like I said and if you know anything about Chicago or Detroit that's like the northern south you know so people are very like helpful very welcoming very prone to talking to one another very comfortable Mm -hmm. in spaces out here it's a little bit different people kind of like to stick to their their crews and their little clicks and I was like okay I see what y'all are about and I'm Mm -hmm. not I'm not upset or offended by it I think um it's also very interesting because there's a lot of gentrification going on in the bay right now too Mm -hmm. so people are rightfully cautious of these newcomers coming in and taking a up their spaces so it was kind of like I had quite a few little barriers when I got here so my expectations were kind of in the middle and then I kind of fell short of those really yeah especially being in that relationship and looking like are things gonna pan out and then it went to trash and if y'all want to know that story I will tell it I'll (laughs) tell it well okay it's a long one but let's just say it ended because I walked in and caught him in our bed with this girl and that was yeah. Last time I seen or spoke to him. And that's one thing, though, that, like, I would, I, I mean, I think it'd be good at, well, not, I mean, so much if you don't mind getting into detail, mm-hmm. but I think as, as women is, like, you know, a lot of people see us, because, like, we, we like to be um strong, strong women and, and be, like, you know what, we're good even when we're not, you know what yeah. I mean? And then, like, we hold it down regardless, and even if things don't work out. We're like, okay, you know what? Y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all don't gotta know the details. I'm personally a yeah. very private person, but when things do go not as planned, I guess you would say, um, you kind of have to roll with the punches, you know. And so you came here, mm-hmm. and and 
um, the cards were shuffled differently while you're like, wait, hold on. Oh, the deck was raw. <laughs> the, the deck, deck was, was butt naked. Man. I had like, if we're playing spades, I had no pairs. I was like, no, I ain't getting no books in this one. Yeah. It was not looking yeah. good. It wasn't. And um, I think that's definitely a thing. And I don't mind being transparent. Like, this right. is a good thing. I think this is probably um, something that is necessary, something yeah. that we're missing a lot of in our generation, transparency. Things don't always go as planned. Right. And then they turn out okay. Yeah. But you only see when it's turning out okay. Yeah. And people are not quite as comfortable yeah. sharing when things went to shits. So when, you know, you had mentioned, you know, when you first got to Oakland mm-hmm. and you kind of didn't know where you, you were like a fish out of water, right? Mm-hmm. At what point did you feel like, you know what? No, I belong here. Oh, I still don't. Oh, you don't no. really. No, wait, have you no. have you been like? How do you feel now when you go? Are you still like? Are you still in Oakland now? So no, okay. okay. So I still work in Oakland. Okay. So I'm there five days a week, okay. and I live outside of Oakland okay. in Stockton. Hey. Turn up for Stockton. The don't you come for us. Two hundred nine. And um, I love it out there. Very interesting. Very intricate city. It's like living in a different world. But we'll come back to Stockton. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back. To we'll that. come back to Stockton. Yeah, that's a whole nother story. Um, in Oakland, I still don't really know if I have a place. And that doesn't bother me. Yeah. Because I'm kind of I'm comfortable free roaming. I right. just kind of like to float in the wind anyway. Yeah. So um, I I think it would be overstating to say I ever felt uncomfortable. Being yeah. out of water is not the same as being uncomfortable. When you're out of water, you grow legs. You adapt. Uncomfortable is like, I can't seem to catch my footing here. I think I've found my footing quite well. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and even with, uh, with just, I'm not the type of person to like always go with the flow. I like to have my own opinion on things. And even if that opinion isn't what everyone else is thinking, Mm -hmm. right? And I notice that anywhere that I go, whether it's, I'm very much of a spur of the moment type of person. Mm -hmm. I try my best to plan things out as much as I can, whether, uh, regardless of what it is, you know? And, uh, but one thing that I notice is when I do spur of the moment things, everything just flows perfectly Mm -hmm. because you don't have that pressure. You don't have that, oh no, we have to do this at this time we're doing you know, I literally went to that day uh, to the show, like, in Oakland, like, super spur of the moment. I had no nothing planned for that whole day. Mm-hmm. I, I told myself, you know what? Today's going to be a great day. You know, I start my day off, you know, in the morning. Like, I get ready for work, right? And yeah. I and I tell myself, uh, as soon as I leave my house, I tell myself, you know what? Today's going to be a great day. Like, I have oh, to. Oh, that's such a great way to start I have to day. put that. You have to put that good energy out. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, one thing I'm very, very um, big on is energy. Like, and how... How important people's energy is. The vibes. You got to know the vibes. The vibes. You got to know the vibes. You know the vibes. You got to know the vibes. And, you know, and I always, I always believe, like, we meet people for a reason. I'm I'm a firm believer in that. Yes. And whether, whether that person is meant to be a friend um, or, you know, a business partner, you just never know who you're going to meet. And I, I always like to let people know, like, be kind to everyone. You never know who. Absolutely. You just never know who is in front of you. That is such a major theme yeah. in my life. Such a theme because I'm I'm everywhere. I'm yeah. here and then I'm there. I'm already, I'm teeing up to get ready to move in a few months now. Yeah. You just never know who you're yeah. coming into contact with. And now I have to ask you a question. I just listened. I heard something. <laughs> my ears perked up. Yes. You said, whenever I just go with the flow, things turn out good. Right. That's your gut. Yeah, that is true. that is your gut instinct telling you take this path, go. 
Go. Yeah. That's you. That's you moving with intention and with purpose. Right. That is something you should just grab it. Hold on to that. Yeah. That is so important for who you are. Lead yeah. with that. No, that's one of your strong points. You have a good gut and it leads you in the right direction. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, and with Eve, there was like a quote I had seen because I was going through quite a, a tough change uh, like last year and even early up until this year where I just couldn't find myself adapting to the new changes, right? Okay. Whether it was career-wise, personal, like everything just kind of all happened at once. And mm, so, mm, you know. Mm, say that. <laughs> say and, that. And, you know, I tried as much as I, I tried as much as I could as being a private person that I am mm-hmm. to like express it. But mm-hmm. it's it's tough when I've always like, I'm telling you. I don't know if there's, like, levels of being a private person. If there's, like, from a scale from 1 to 10 to be the most private, I'm, like, a 20. Like, I'm very private. And I I like to kind of make it seem like everything's okay, even though I don't understand certain things, Mm -hmm. right? So with the big changes that was going on with life, I just didn't understand why. Like, why certain things were happening to me, Mm -hmm. whether it was getting fucked over by people I trusted Mm -hmm. or you know, by um, certain business moves that weren't going my way or, you know, I just didn't understand certain things. And I came across this quote that made me understand, right? Okay. So the quote says, I think J. Cole had tweeted it or something. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know J. Cole. Yeah. Um, so it said, be thankful, be thankful for closed doors, detours, and roadblocks. They protect you from the paths and places not meant for you. Okay, look, you must are you spying on me? Do you, do you know something about my lifestyle already? Because that is yes, oh my goodness. Let me just we're gonna just sit with that for a second. Yeah. Wow. Wow, you know? Yeah. Wow. Because we don't really know what's going to happen. And all of those no's are not are they really no's or are they not this? Right. And you know, just with because we were talking about rolling with the punches earlier mm-hmm. and um jumping back to when we first met. Yes. That day, I'll never forget that day. I mean, we will never forget no. that day. It oh, was wow. March 31st, 2019. Yeah. Um, we had set to get there, I believe it, like the, the like, main greet started like, around 530 or something. Something like, like that. We needed to be there by about 530. Around around that time. And that day, unfortunately, we had found out that, you know, there at first, when I had first got to Oakland, it was about four o'clock. I got there early. Yeah. Um, and I noticed, you know, Twitter was just like on fire, on fire. On and I just fire. seen, you know, Nipsey was trending and I'm like, wait, hold on. What's going on? I just had a such a weird energy from it. And, you know, up until we were like getting ready to go in, you know, they announced that he passed away. Yes. And yes. the, com- the energies just completely changed. Like even from when we we're, t- you know, from when we met like Joe, Rory and all, like all the guys, it, it was just the energy was just it was so interesting and it was transferring and it was it was changing and it was wow yes it was, it was such an interesting day and it 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 affected everyone in a certain way where you know i i i started this podcast um with with their inspiration you know i know theirs is a very different style of podcast but i always went into it like hey you know what if the people that i look up to are doing it i know i can too so I kind of got inspiration from a few different podcasts and it was always like mainly like Joe Budden podcast, you know? So, um, because Joe is just so like, like Rory is just very much Rory and like Ma is very much Ma, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they don't sugarcoat anything, Not right? Not at all. So when, you know, that happened and I seen them and I seen, you know, Savon and, and um, Parks and like even Ian where I was like, 
whoa, this is this is really happening. Like I'm I'm hearing this about Nipsey at the same time we're all hearing about this, right? Yes. And as much as like they they did such a great job of like making sure like we still had a great time. You they know? took care. Right. They, they really took care to the way that they addressed the situation that day, to the way that they addressed the audience. Some people were being blatantly difficult. Oh, my goodness. Really, I would say disrespectful. Right. They were being really off-putting and not understanding what type of moment that was. But I think that the cast of the show, um, their production, everyone took really great care to make sure that they were sensitive, sensitive right. to the energy, sensitive to the vibe, sensitive to the culture. It was really a time. Right. It was definitely a time. And, you know, I had... You know, you know, we all went there so excited, and even and even you know when that happened, it definitely made us made me feel some type of way. Where you know, even when they were sharing like personal stories, you know, with Nipsey, whether you know they they were sharing like the like messages and things like that, like they they had gave them gave him his flowers when he could still smell them and things mm-hmm. and um, the importance of it. And one thing I learned that day, amongst like a, a few other things, where you know was you know the show must go on regardless of what you're dealing with personally, like. I know that day if they could call off that day, they you know they, you know I'd have called it off for them that right. day. I would have I said, completely listen, understood. Fr- listen, friends, we're all gonna go take a moment, go grab yourself a hot spot to sit down. We need to process. Right. But I think when they kept moving and they kept rolling, it it gave us all a sense of camaraderie. I think we all kind of banded together in a very supportive way because just so much was going on at once, and it was it was just. I don't know had we all not had that moment if we would have met and all connected in the same exactly. time and space. Right. I think it was it was unfortunate and it was such a oh, stressful moment yeah. for us all. But I think that's what um, helped us all to be a bit open to kind of lean on one another and become open to having this experience with people. Right. It was traumatic, but it was like, okay, this is good. Very good outcome. Right. And it just changed the way... I looked at a lot of things, whether whether it's in personal or business or just like career wise. I always I, that day made me change everything. I moved different because tell of that day. Tell us something. Tell us something that you're doing different. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. Here you are saying that you are private and you're alluding to like, oh, I do these different things. What are right. you doing? Tell so, us about it. Tell us something. So, oh my gosh. So, um, so I'm back. So that day, I noticed, you know, you know, everything that happened. And I noticed that, you know. Regardless of what goes on, the show must go on. Mm-hmm. And you could take that however you want to take that. Time is happening. Right. Time is happening. And if we get an hour past this, two hours past, 10 days, six months, are you going right. to be in the same place? Or are you going to move forward? Right. That is what that means. So I took from it where, um, you know, this quote that said, you know, the problem is people think we have time. And it's very true. So um, that same day, I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to... I. I noticed that I wasn't dedicating time and investing in myself, whether mm-hmm. it was time, you know, I was just wasn't investing in myself. I was letting myself go in a sense. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't want to accept it because I was just pretending everything was okay. And then I was like, wait, no, I'm not. So then when I went, I kind of, you kind of have to go with, go back to your roots to be like, you know what? Remember why you fucking started. Yes. Yes. So when, um, when I went to that show, I was like, mentally I was fucked up prior to that. I was just like, you know what? I kind of didn't even want to go anymore. Not even because of them, but it was just like, I wasn't in the mental space. I just didn't know what direction I was going to go with because I hadn't uploaded in a long time. I just felt like I kind of lost my vibe with it where I wasn't even inspired anymore. I didn't even want, I felt like I lost a part of me when 
all my changes happen yeah, in life, right? that makes sense. So I was like, you know what? Fuck that. Right. <laughs> Push past. Right. This is what we're about so, to do. Get our so, things and we are going. Right. And one thing that I noticed that I was doing a lot was I was failing to plan, of he- plan ahead where, you know, there's this quote that says, I think it goes along the lines of, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Mm-hmm. And one of my mentors told me that a few years ago. And I, it went in through one year after another. But somehow that that thing always comes up. And I told myself, what do you mean? Like, like there's a reason why that quote exists. exists. So I, I was like, you know what? Hold up. So then, you know, your girl started, you know, meal prepping and going to the gym and hitting yes. that daily. And- yes, body. Yes, yes, yes. body. Yes. yes. So, so if you feel good, you look good, you go good in the world. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I had no idea. And I started off small. I was like, you know what? So I, I completely changed, like, from what, like, so we came back from Oakland 31st. The first, I was like, fuck that. I'm, I'm not, no, there's no more excuses. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no more. So I remember I got back the next morning. I woke up earlier. Instead of going to work, I went to the grocery store. I was like, you know what? I got my food for the week, meal prepping. And I hadn't been to the gym in a minute. Your girl's been at the gym for a minute, you know? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start off small. Yeah, like, she start anywhere. 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 And one thing that I was always, like, insecure about is, you know, like, even going to the gym, you know, like, I'm, I'm too embarrassed to ask for a machine. I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. If I have a question, I'm going to ask at the gym, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because gym intimidation is so severe. Yes, it's so like, serious. Like, it's always a thing. I go to the gym. It, you sound like me right now. I go to the gym and I'll look at things and I'll be like, mm. Yeah. Not that one. Let me see which one I know how to work. But you know what? When you actually get in there and you Mm -hmm. start going and you start to run into the regulars, what I've learned is that, like, first of all, regulars will stop what they're doing and they will tell you and assist with how to do things. And there are actually not as many creeps and, like, nasty onlookers that you would think at the gym because people in the gym are serious about going to the gym. Yeah. You know, one thing that I noticed was Mm -hmm. that, you know, everything is just... In your mind where it's like, you know, the, even if the people at the gym where you think they're the, like the most intimidating ones, they end up being the nicest, you know? Yeah. Like, and so. Yes, they so are. So I started, you know, dedicating myself. And, and I'm a very routine person where I have to have a routine going. And and when I started, let's just say like it was like the first couple weeks in, I completely shocked my body. I was like, you know what, girl, you ain't going to be in. I don't know where you're going to be focused on the gym. So then when I, I, I would leave the gym, I would just have this like energy where I would feel so good about myself and even confident like that's even even though like i had you know um barely started i'm barely in the beginning stages i feel so great i feel so confident now where you know i don't mind i used to be and i'm a very outgoing person but i used to be i turned into this to this person where i didn't even want to meet new people and oh wow okay and that's how insecure i was and and that's not me like i'm um usually a person likes to like you're Step an extroverted, very person. much extroverted. Okay, so yes. I was turning into someone that I wasn't, and I, and I, I told myself, you know what, Maria, if you want something different, you have to do things differently. And okay, I, yes, and that's one thing that I noticed that a lot of people fail to do, where you know they want change, but they don't want to change what they they're doing. Exactly. And that's, of course, because of, like, comfort. People are fearful of failure, which you should not be. You should be fearless. We should be fearless in the world. We are not created to be fearful. We should just be moving forward. We should be willing to take, just step out on faith. Have faith in yourself if you don't believe in anything else. And you just take those steps. Take them. I mean, I'm a person. I've done several things. (laughs) Um... 
For instance, I totally quit my whole career. I left an entire career in August of 2017 and went back to school. Really? No plan. I was like, oh, no, I'm leaving my job. I'm doing excellent here. I'm moving up. I'm getting all this attention. People are patting my back. I'm getting doors open. I'm just getting everything I want. And I just hit a dead stop and was like, no, we're just going to not do this. I put everything down. I went back to school. Um, I cried. Mm -hmm. I cry frequently still, Uh, frequently, at least mm, once a week. I'm having a breakdown, and I got on through that program, and I finished my master's. And I was like, oh, okay, this has been nice. And then I said, okay, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to not do school for a while. And this is December of 2018 when I finished my master's. And I was like, it's time to take a break, time to find a real job, time to get my life together and do some different things. And what did I do? Um, January 7th, I. I started a doctorate. Oh, wow. That's about us. I wish I I felt that right now. Yeah. But as I'm in the middle of finals for um, an ethics class, I'm crying on the inside. I'm smiling on the inside. I mean, on the outside, but it burns really bad. Yeah. And even right now as I'm sitting in front of you, in my mind, I'm just kind of like, I've got this paper due tomorrow. But I needed to take this time. Like, this is a self-care moment. I needed to take time to spend on self, to spend with self, to spend with others. Because if not, I would have locked myself in my apartment and went back to work on Monday feeling miserable. Yeah. And I want to reflect on that. You had Mm -hmm. mentioned self-care. Oh, self-care is such a thing. It's, I don't think, and when I say people, I'm definitely including myself in that. Yes. I don't think we see the importance of self-care. I'm trash with self-care. I am completely trash. I'm trash with (laughs) self-care. So up until recently where, you know, I, I started, you know, Focusing on the gym, whether it's like 30 minutes or or an hour, like start off small and then do little increments, do more, do more. Right. Mm -hmm. And then where I like I personally like to be by myself. And I think that's like that's me, too. I'm one of those people. And I think that's, you know, and even like when my best friends call me and they're like, hey, let's do something like. I'd much mm, rather it's so cringy. It's like, and I love them to death. I, I just want to sit right here and not do anything yes. with anybody. And it would feel so much better. But ever so often you have to like shake your own collar yeah. and say, hey, 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 don't yeah. do that. Because being with others, realizing how you reflect against the people in your life and around you. It's self-care as well. Right. You can get into such a little stink and a little funk that you don't even realize that you've gotten there until you spend time with people and then you reflect against them and you say, oh, something's a little off. Either something's off with me or something's off with them. And you might find that something's off with them and you've grown past them through spending time with yourself. And you have to say, look, I love you unconditionally, but a condition of myself and caring for myself means I'm going to have to step away. Right. So self-care comes about in different ways. Sometimes you got to get out of that comfort zone. That's true. And, you know, with that was one thing I had a, I had a battle with really hard uh, last year, late last year, early this year, where I, I'm very much the, the type of, I'm a very loyal person. I'm a tourist. I don't know if you know, think about horse goes Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, very, my God. Well, let me, oh, all these tourist best friends I have. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. was just meant to be. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, one thing that, that um, was hard for me to deal with was uh, learning to let people go. Ah, letting go. Yeah. I think you need to let it go. Hey. <laughs> and, you know, with, and yeah. I, it takes a lot for me to, to completely cut 
someone out of my life. And don't, but don't get me wrong. When they give me that reason, girl, peace out. You're done and you're never coming back in my life. But one thing that was, was hard for me was, you know, now that we're adults, it was, it was very, I very much had the same group of friends that I've had for the, the past few years, you know? And then when I had to cut off someone that meant the world to me, uh, right? And, it and regardless of, you know, what that relationship was, but it, it was just a friendship. And you know what? The craziest part, I know about this situation. Yeah. I listened to one of your past episodes yeah. and I heard you speak briefly about it. Right. And the same thing has happened to me yeah. on a numerous occasions. Yeah. I've had a lot of close friends. I'm not a person. Well, yes, I am a person that has a lot of close friends. <laughs> I think about it. Yeah. But there have been several times when I've had to let people go. Yeah. And uh, you, you said that you realize that this friend had been kind of coattailing yeah. everything about you. Like they were doing these things because you were doing these right. things. That happened to me too. Yeah. That happened to me too. I had a friend that um, graduated high school with me, decided to go to the same college I went to, and got up there. And I mean, got loose, baby. Yeah. Got loose. I mean, yeah. she was up there cutting a rug. Right. And um, we didn't necessarily have a point at which our friendship ended like a, a finite point. Right. However, at one point, I just looked up and said, look, we are not running the same race and we are not on the same road. I'm going to take the fork and go left. Right. You can go right. We're going to be good. I see you out in public. I'm happy to see you. But but, but the way that I govern myself and with the moves I want to make, I can't do that. The things you're doing, I can't do that. Yeah. And you can't continue to just do what you see me do. Right. Because you can't you can't do it. Yeah, you can't. You can't do it. You can't right. walk my path. We will each have a path. And it would be beautiful if we can come back and meet somewhere in the middle. Right. But no, you it's, can't. Yeah, it's tough and you know You can't do it. One a major thing that that I, that was a tough pill for me to swallow was learning to accept the fact that you're going to outgrow people. Oh, you're going to outgrow people. And you know, like I said, you know, I'm very, um, I'm very much into like, you know, like if you're starting with me now, we go in together. I'm gonna make sure I'm not that person anymore. I, I was I, that I, person until I, probably last year. No, nah. right. my answer is no, nah, G. Yeah. So, nah. you know, and then I, I had this like this battle with myself where I kept on telling myself, no, like, oh no, like the same people I started with, I'm, a, I'm gonna win. Like if I'm winning, my whole team's winning. And so up until nah. No, no, no. I learned the hard way. I learned yeah, the hard okay, way. Okay, okay. I, de- I okay. definitely learned the hard way. You because, got that part. Cool. You know, and when, you know, back to, uh, back to a few years ago, and I, like I have these mentors where, you know, whether it's, you know, my father or like one of mm-hmm. my, you know, um, old high school friends that, you know, is a great mentor now. Like I have different me- mentors and I noticed they all have certain things in common. I just didn't know like why they moved that certain way. But then. I remember I had asked my dad, like, dad, like, why do you, why don't you ever like to, you know, because he's originally from Mexico, right? Okay. And his teenage years, he spent it in a small town um, near Los Angeles, right? Okay. And he just, he hates going back. Like, he never likes to go back, right? And, okay. I, and I would always tell my dad, like, what do you mean? Like, you're, you know, started from the bottom, now we're here type stuff. You know, dad, let's go back. You nah. know, you're put on, he's successful, you know, and he's like, nah, I'm nah. good where I'm at. Exactly. And then so, I, like, you know, I am I was born and raised out here in Los Baños, you know, and and I used to, that's one thing, you know, that, that I, I want to bring back to the day of, of the podcast where, you know, um, reflecting on what happened with Nipsey. Yeah, definitely. The, where it happened, how he always put on for 
Slauson Crenshaw, yeah, you know? His city, his area, his block. Yes. And, you know, and when that happened, I automatically thought of my dad. And Yes. And I started thinking, like, wait, this is why people don't go back. This is why people, when, 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 when they're successful, they leave. It's necessary sometimes. Sometimes, right? It's sometimes and, necessary. I'm one of those people. And so when... When I started the podcast, I told myself, you know what? Like, I'm going to put on as many people from Los Banos to on that was good until the day I die. Like, that's my that's who I'm going to put on. Because to me, I wish I had that growing up. Like, mm-hmm. someone from town that could, that they could look up to and be like, you know what? If I could do it, you could do it too. So when that happened in Nipsey, literally at the, like, well, you know, I know everyone knows, you know, the details of where it happened at and things like that. But that fucked me up more than anything. Because... I started this with, not only was I at the a live podcast of the, the people that had inspired me to do it, but unfor- the unfortunate events that happened that day with Nipsey, where where that happened at, and the, the I mean, he, he made his whole brand where he's from, right? He never left. And Definitely. He, and I think the term that you're even looking for is it's polarizing. Right. It just makes you just freeze. You just stop and say, now what the hell? <laughs> you know? Exactly. You stop everything and you have to say, what the hell? Right. What is going on here? Yeah. What is this about? Is this where we're headed? Is this how, like, why does it feel this right. way? How does it feel? Like, it's such a, it's so polarizing. So eerie. It's to, so eerie. Right. But you know what? It's that feeling that you're, I'm going to relate to your dad for a moment. Um, being from Flint, and I'm sure everyone's familiar with everything going on with Flint. We're still talking about the water situation and coming from Detroit and um, being, you know, from kind of from the south side of Chicago. I still claim that because hold on, anywhere I pay taxes, hey. baby, I'm no. claiming. <laughs> yes, okay. Yes. So being in the south side of Chicago and working in that environment and just being around these things, one of the things that my friends frequently say is, when are you coming home? Right. And they don't even mean when are you coming home to visit. They mean when are you moving back? back? And I have to tell people around me that is the most insulting thing that you can say to anyone who got up and left. For someone who got up and left and said, hey, look, I've got to get out of here to say, when are you coming back? Yeah. Excuse me? No. When are y'all going to get up and move around? Right. You know, it's not a bad thing to be where you're from. But when you see people that make these moves and then someone says, why aren't you going back? There are reasons. There's right. a plethora of reasons. To me, for me, I don't know if I could go back because I feel like... um, not that I've become bigger than my environment, because we all know there there is no end of Chicago. There's no end of Detroit. And uh, Lord knows a little Flint has it popping, too. <laughs> Not going to, you know, poop on little Flint. Yeah. But in order and for me to grow beyond and to become a much bigger person than I was, I needed to go out in the wilderness alone. Right. I need to go out to like uncharted territory by myself and grow and glow myself up to make that next stride to meet that next level. Do I feel compelled to go back? Mm. I feel like when I feel like dealing with winter 
is when I might pop <laughs> right. back in town. Yeah. Until I can deal with that snow, no, no, we gonna, like, well, we're good over here. We're going to leave that alone. May not stay here, but I'm not ready to go back to winter weather. But that's I'm happy that that's the way I feel now. Yeah. When I left, I felt like I have to get out of here or I'm going to lose my mind. I have to get out of this environment or I'm going to end up in trouble. I'm already barking up the wrong tree. I need to figure out how to hit the reset button. That's the way I left. Yeah. Now the only thing keeping me away is the weather. That's growth and development. Yeah. That means whatever I was going through, I've calmed it right on down. Yeah. And now we can have a transparency moment because yeah. I know this is going to be out and going to be public. I had no intentions on going to college. When I tell you, I told everybody, like, you can go to college, friend. I am going to go and do something else. I already <laughs> know how to get to the bag. I was 17 <laughs> yes. telling people I know where the bag is and I know how to get to it. Yeah. And I'm ready to get to that bag. I moved out when I was about 15, 16. Oh, wow. So when I say I knew how to get that bag, yeah. baby, the bag was on my hip. We had it. You remember that song, Duffel Bag Boy? Oh, yes. When it was Play a Circle. <laughs> Shout out to 2 Chains. That's Bay. Um, <laughs> yes. But yeah. the duffel bag was on the hip already when yeah. I was a young thing, okay? And I didn't want to go. I ended up getting the, in, in some pretty deep trouble. Yeah. And I only ended up going to college on a contingency of my probation. Okay. The option was military, college, jail. Which one you want to do? And I looked and I was like, so I'm not trying to go to jail, okay, because that's not my lifestyle. (laughs) It it only takes you being in there a few days, a few times, and you already know I don't want to be here long term. And then I looked at the military. Well, we don't have to go there. It wasn't for me. And then I was like, okay, so third option. I guess I'm going to college. Yeah. I just went to the one that my parents went to. Yeah. I didn't even think about going to any other ones. I was like, forget it. Fine. I'll just go there. But that moment is what changed the direction and the path of my life. That's what changed my conversation. That's where I learned to be more refined, learned to be more open, learned to give things an opportunity. I'm not going to say I'm not still hood. I am still from Linwood. Shout out to Detroit 313. Um, But I'm still super Linwood. But in order to be Linwood and to be King Drive in Chicago— and to be, um, you know, West Oakland, and to be San Leandro, and to be Stockton, I had to go and explore and and make myself. Step outside of your comfort zone. I had to make myself open to all kinds of possibilities, all kinds of nuances, all kinds of ideas. And that brings something I should probably share. I need to share this because it's on my mind. I think that when people cannot see beyond themselves and seek variation and diversity, that's where your growth is going to stop. Yeah. No matter how liberal you think you are, no matter how open you think you are, if you cannot understand an opposing viewpoint, you're doing yourself and others a disjustice. You are closed-minded. You will not grow any farther than that small circle you limit yourself to. Yeah, that's so true. And that's one thing thing. that, like, I let, you know, everyone know. And and I've, I've said this a few times on my podcast where... Um, I say, you know, do random acts of kindness and just talk, just talk to a stranger. Sometime. Oh, it matters. It definitely it matters. It matters. Whatever so, you put out is what you get back. Yes. So with, you know, being from a small town, you know, Los Banos has, has been pretty small. It is growing now. Um, we're so used to, you know, everyone. There was a time where I literally knew every single person. You know, it's oh, really? Yeah, is that the the type of little town? This is, I mean, as I was riding in, I looked up, I said, Up, there's the Walmart, right? Yeah, (laughs) and as soon as I seen that Walmart, I say, Yeah, I know where I'm pulling up. Yeah, I know what this is. So, you know, it was such a small town, and 
one thing, you know, I had this mindset from when I was younger was, oh, no, like, I'm just going to stick to what I know. Like, I can't step outside my comfort zone. No. So then when I got older, I was like, no, when you do that, you, you limit yourself and you, you don't allow yourself to grow when you when you when you're in this comfort zone where you just stick to the same friends. And, you know, I still have the the like such a solid group of friends where, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have to talk every single day, but we know we hold each other down. You know, those are your people. You can call mm-hmm. them after six months and y'all pick up like you right. never left off. Yes. And even where <clears throat> a major thing that that had was a tough, t- tough thing for me to understand was, you know, it's not how long you've known someone. It's the amount of time you have no- known them, the impact that they've made in your life. Exactly. And that, oh, that's so special. And that you impact know, with um, when I, I first learned that I needed to cut people off. I remember I was about like tw- like nineteen twenty, right? Okay. When I was like, oh, like oh shit, like I noticed what I didn't want and what I wanted out of life, right? Mm-hmm. I always knew I wanted something. I just didn't know what, right? And I told my parents since I was a kid, I was always that kid, like. I don't know about you guys, but I won't be popping when I'm older. I don't know about, yes. I, don't know, I don't know how pop, it pop. Yes. <clears throat> and so when I was like 18 or 19, I, I had like, <clears throat> like my best friend of like 10 years, like we were inseparable. Right. And then I realized, you know, her and I both wanted different things out of life and mm, I wanted more. Such a thing. And <clears throat> the reason why we stopped talking was like for the stupidest reasons. But I remember telling myself, you know what, Maria, you have to let her not only go, but grow. Growth. Yes. Wanting that growth for her. Okay. Yes. Like wanting that. And anytime, and I, I definitely want to see this where, you know, if I've ever had a friendship with anyone, you know, that's even listening to a podcast and for whatever reason, I'm, we're, we're not on talking terms anymore. I always want the best for you. I just couldn't see myself there in your life. If that makes sense. You but know what pause. I mean? pause. Just pause everything. Yeah. You just said, I want the best for you. You, to protect yourself and your energy and yeah. your positivity, you cannot want better for others than they want for themselves. <laughs> yes. You yes. have got to assess yes. that want for others. Right. Hold on. Is it want for others or want for self? or want? You can't have wants for others. Yeah. That Number one, it's unfair to you. Number two, it's unfair to them. Don't lay your expectations to someone else. Yes. They're not responsible for your wants for them. You know, it's funny that you say that. Mm-hmm. And so one of my mentors, right, and she she means the world to me. She's like, awesome, right? We had done an episode last year, right? Mm-hmm. And she had... Which, the, I, which I listened to, <clears> by the way. <throat> at the very end of our episode, she said, you can't want more for someone that they don't want for themselves. Oh, yeah. Okay, see? See? And... When she said that, it hit this this place in my mind where I knew I knew who I had to let go, and I hated that I had to make that decision because that person meant the world to me. And that's and that's beautiful, and I'm happy that you had all these sentiments. But nah, so when they- <laughs> nah, sis, nah, yeah, you cannot yeah. ride that wave. You can't you're you can't <clears throat> do it. That is. Your value, your value, we're talking about you right now. Your value is so high that you cannot afford to just throw 
your yeah, goodness. You, you can't, can't throw your grace. You can't throw. You can't do any of that. Yeah. You can't give all that stuff away for free. Right. Because even just what you're talking about now, you've talked about improving self. You've talked about hitting the gym. You've talked about taking things seriously. You've talked about chasing your dreams. Excuse me, your price has gone up, hey. and some people cannot afford you, and they yeah. can't afford your energy, yeah. and that's not a problem, and it's not wrong of them. It's just. I'll see you when you can. Yeah. And so I'll when see I see you when you right. can. So mm-hmm. when I finally got that through my head where it's like, you know what, Marie, like you know the decisions you have to make, do them. Stop talking yourself out of it. You know? So then when I when I did what I had to do, trust me when I tell you that shit was not easy. I, no, it's, it's not like, easy. Oh, hell no. It it's is not easy. it's never easy to cut someone off. Right. But it's not like, I mean, if your leg wasn't working right, would you go ahead and die or take that thing off and get a prosthetic? Right. So when, you know, I, I finally accepted the fact, you know what, Maria, like, you made your decision. You're a grown-ass woman. Never look back. And you don't owe anybody anything. You don't. That's you what don't I owe had to anybody learn that and nothing. I had to learn you that, You don't though. owe them nothing. Not a yeah. crumb bit. Not nothing. And you let folks know, hey, yeah. look, it's not owed to you. Yeah. That's a lesson that is like once you've gotten that down packed, yeah. once you figure that out, like, no, you yeah. are not checking for them. That is my edited way of saying something <laughs> else. <laughs> yes. You're not doing nothing with them. Yeah. You don't have to be concerned with others in yeah. that way. That's you don't. And, and this growth, this movement, just just that walk that you're headed on in your path, th- your tribe will meet you there. Yes. Like if it's, <clears throat> if it's meant for people, like I said, you know, I think, you know, we all are meant to meet for a reason, regardless if it's, you know, us that day in Oakland, I had no idea we were going to even like. No idea. Meet, which is crazy. No you know? idea. And I talked to, you know, quite a few people that day and, and, you know, it, it's crazy how, you know, even like how, how we met where, you know, I was in line. I remember I had talked to like a few girls before I had even met the girls that introduced me to you. I didn't even get their name. Yeah. No, I don't remember their name either. Girls, if y'all are listening, your two sisters, one of them is a buyer for a cosmetics company. I didn't remember their name. And the other one, I can't remember, but they went to the Joe Bun podcast in San Francisco last year. They took a picture. They, I don't know. They're really cute black girls. Hopefully we find them. Like, yeah. yeah. Hit us up. You know, I'm going to drop my Insta handle and also my Facebook. I mean, right. no, not Facebook. We don't, I don't think we're going to do that no more. Yeah. We could. Um, and Twitter also. And then like, if y'all are them like i don't know yeah you know and, up. and even with you know that day where you know i was we i remember that we were waiting for for the doors to open right and i tried to you know like talk to some some people and some people were very much like not interested in meeting new people so i was like okay and then so i told myself you know what maria fuck that like if, yeah don't like, worry about them don't worry about them hit up someone else like so i seen other two so, uh, i knew i realized they were sisters because they looked alike so yeah those sisters so, they were so Lit. Right. So then I recognized them because they had gone to the San Francisco show last year. And I told them, I was like, hey, wait, hold on. Did you guys go? And then that's when we just hit it off. We were like, like our energy was just, it clicked, right? So then when we went inside um, and we were waiting and then I don't know how we ended up, how you became part of that. I don't know. You know what? To be honest with you, that day I was just talking to folks. Right. Like I was just kind of like, okay turn on that big that big body energy okay come through smoking <laughs> yeah. hey. and just talk to folks because i yeah. was there by myself too that's crazy i was there by myself my person was like oh, i'm gonna be out of town this yeah. weekend and then i was like oh no i have two tickets yeah. what am i gonna do yeah. and i tried to sell one couldn't successfully sell it luckily it was insured i always get that ticket master insurance yeah lord knows it was good this time yeah. and um 
Yeah, and I it just was out. like, I was just like, let's go. Yeah, let's just go. And I, I was kind of like you. I was like, uh, I don't know if I really want to go. Yeah, this. I didn't have anything to wear. I made up twenty seven thousand excuses. Yes, and then I told myself like, hold on, sis, wait. What are these excuses? What are you avoiding? Are yeah. you avoiding the opportunity? Are you avoiding shooting your shot at something? So I want to tell you something. I don't know if we even talked about this. I'm sure we didn't because I didn't say anything. <laughs> I When I went up there for my meet and greet, yeah. I um, talked to Joe and all of them, and I was like, do y'all want to be my dissertation topic? And they were like, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, snap, yeah. oh, snap. So, like, you know, I went over and talked to Savon and everything, yeah. and, like, I was like, I just— I just shot my shot at them. Oh, yeah. my God. Like, I just yeah. walked away, and I was just kind of like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. You know, I was like, okay, but cool, fine, whatever. And so if I hadn't gone that day, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to, right. to do any of that. Yeah. But, and I didn't even know I was going to do it. It just came to me right then on the spot, and it was like, yeah. ask. It just prodded at me like, ask, ask, ask. Like, it was yeah. poking me. Yeah. And I was like, cool, I'm just going to ask because what's the worst that could happen? Someone says no. Right. We don't fear no. We, we don't. Remember, no is not never. No is not this. Not yeah, right just now. just not right now. Not this. Yeah. Maybe it's something different. Yeah, that, and that's true because, you know, Noah's talking me out of a lot of shit recently where, you know, that's what that's what I mean with the, with the show. It changed the way I move, mm. you know, because before, you know, and I was having issues with scheduling and that I had this guest like, oh, yeah, you know, he kept on rescheduling and flaking and I was like, what? The? I was just getting frustrated, right? Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not recording. Right? Oh, no. Oh, and that then, ain't... Hold on. Wait a minute. So then, that was, we do not throw ourselves. Right. So that was... No. That uh-uh. was before, you know, we went. Before we met, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And so then after, I was like, Rio, what the fuck? I told myself, I was like, you are not that... You are not that type of woman to be, take no for an answer. Nope. And so I told myself, like, I was... I remember driving to Oakland and I told myself, you know what, Maria? You're going to network. You're going to put yourself out there and you're going to meet. Because the way it works with, you know, even on on how I pick a guest, right? Mm-hmm. I could go to a room full of a thousand people. And when I when I first get to the room, someone always catches my attention. Their energy always catches. And, oh, it, okay. and it doesn't necessarily have to be the first point of contact. Like, it doesn't have to be the first person I meet. You could be across the room. Down the hall. And it's just something. It's something about that person. And I always, whether it's a female or a male, I always tell myself, you know what? You're going to find a way to get a conversation with them. And it's something about them. And then, like, obviously we'll have a conversation. And then if it's meant to be, I'll I'll have the, like, it'll just flow so easy. Like, hey, you know what? Like, do you listen to any podcasts? Well, guess what? I have one, you know? Yes. So then. You better plug. You better plug, plug, plug plug. all the time. So then. I, I did that that I remember, you know, I had met, like I said, I had met those two girls. I, I don't get, I didn't get their names, but I, we were talking about just where we're from and things like that. And I, and um I was just too, I don't know. I didn't feel that like. You didn't feel like uh, you weren't convicted to do so. Right. So then when, um you know, when we first got to that, to that sitting area, I remember I went and I want to go sit by myself. I sat by myself by the door. And those 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 girls were super sweet. They're like, "Come sit with us." And I was like, "You're right. Like, what the fuck? Come Why on, like, sitting come by yourself in a room full of people." So then I go, and then I see you there, right? And um, you were having a conversation with one of the girls. I had no idea, but we were sitting literally right across from each other, and I was just listening to your conversation because you guys were talking about, you know, um, who knows what I talked to. Who people. knows? I, I don't talk even, to people about something. I think we we're talking things. about where you were from. Okay. Okay. So when you had said, you know what intrigued me about you, when you brought up Stockton, you talked about it like I've never heard it being talked about. 
Oh, it's a fabulous you, little town. You said, you know, I, I um, because the girl had asked you, oh, where do you live? And you said, oh, I live in such a great town. It's such an amazing city. Like, I love it. And then the girl's like, well, where do you live? And you said Stockton. And I was like, hold up, Stockton. <laughs> and at that moment, I was like, like, I love your point of view. Because anytime, like I said, you know, people don't talk about Stockton like that. Period, you know? It's a great place. It is it so is. amazing. So, it's so full of character. <laughs> so when you mentioned that, I mean, uh, of course, there's there's more to get to know about you, right? But at that moment, I told myself, like, okay, Maria, you have to figure out a way to, like, I didn't want to cut you off when you were talking to her because the conversation was super interesting. You could have. I had to just roll so, right out or rolled right into it. You so, like I said, I'm very big on energy, and I think everything happens for a reason. And then luckily... A, a guy that was sitting next to us said, oh, you know, they missed all my picture. And then the sisters left. And then I was like, oh, this is a perfect time to talk to her. But I was like, what am I going to say? I was just super overthinking it, right? And then we just, I don't know how we started talking. We started talking, right? And I remember I had stickers on me. I like, because I have little podcast stickers. Oh, you had stickers? Right. If I would have known, I'd have been walking around with yeah. a sticker on my phone so, or something. I didn't so know. Then, um, I told myself, you know what? And I had just talked to like Joe and the guys and I had gave them stickers and I was like you know Maria fuck that like you have to like step out to your covers that shot shoot the shot shoot it you only miss it, the shots you don't take shooter shoot yeah <laughs> like shooters do shoot yes mm-hmm. and so we started talking and then I was like oh you know what I'm just gonna ask her and then you were down and I was like all right like and then so we you know we we um exchange information right and I remember I drove back to back home that night and I was like damn like that whole day, you know, obviously it was so unexpected. It was just interesting. It was interesting, interesting to day. say the least. Interesting. And, you know, how did that, like, how did that, I mean, I, you know, I expressed how it changed my life that day. How did it change the way you moved that day? Ah, uh, you know what? Let me think of, I'm not sure if it changed the way I move or did it tap me on the shoulder Like, it tapped my shoulder and said, hey, hey, you got off track. Yeah. You've been getting off track. Like, the things that you want to do, the things that you're after, you need to push forward. That day, I'd been to brunch already before I went to the podcast. And um, I'm in a sorority. I was hanging out with one of my sorors, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated from 1908. Had to drop that. But (laughs) um, I was out with one of my homegirls. We're also in the same sorority, and I hadn't seen her in a while. And this guy approached us and he's just kind of, you know, saying these things. And I'm like, sir, you know, the way men pull up on you all extra wild and he's an older man at that. So I'm like, sir, sir. okay, (laughs) yeah, calm it down, brother. Slide back. But like he said something and he said, you look like a very ambitious person. Oh, okay. So happily, my sorority line name is Pink Ambition. People have been calling me ambitious Forever. Yeah. And it's not really a word that I've been wearing too mm-hmm. much because, um, well, for one thing, y'all remember when Ambitious Girl came out by Wale and J. Cole oh, and, them yes. and they had the like part one, two and three. You know, everybody decided, oh, they we're all ambitious girls. And yeah. I said, OK, I'm not doing this with yeah. y'all. I'm not riding that wave with y'all. So like I'm taking a break. But I remember that that told me, like, reclaim that you are an ambitious person. Yeah. That is a part of who you are. It's a trait. Nurture it. 
Right. Feed that, water that. Whatever you put your energy into, whatever you, you feed will grow. Right. Just like even though I've killed every plant I've ever had, um, including my cactus last week. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened to my bamboo or my cactus, but they're both gone. But like if you water <laughs> yeah. your ambition, you water those dreams, you water your aspirations, they will grow. And so I had that energy on me already. Yeah. And so as I got ready and went, there were a lot of things that transpired. We know it was a very off kind of day. But... I told myself I'm I'm naturally um very introverted actually. Really? I am such an introvert. I will sit quietly and just mind mm-hmm, yeah. my business and the moment someone says something to me, I'm willing to be open and I'm willing to talk to anyone that's willing to talk to me. However, I'm one of those people that will easily just, you know, hit you with the side smirk like, mm, mm, yeah. Hey y'all and, and keep right. it moving. Yeah. And that day it was that seed had already been like kind of like stuck in there and watered a little bit. And I was like, okay, so I need to kind of get back to myself because I haven't yeah. been interacting with people. I work with children. Yeah. Everyone's five. No one cares about my opinions. <laughs> yeah. So I hadn't really been on top of my myself uh, yeah. for a while. So actually, yeah, that, that day was very impactful. And so having that happen and then I went to the podcast and I was like, shoot that shot once again. I had walked in absolutely by myself, just started chit-chatting with the people around me when they're seeing Joe and them told them like look I want some big things from y'all and they yes so yeah. now it's getting that seed that yeah. ambitious seed is getting watered a little yeah. bit more and now my confidence is like oh yes I forgot who I was wait yeah. a minute let me stand up a little straighter let me flip this hair a little bit harder let me bat these lashes lord knows one might fall off because I'm not good at makeup yet we'll <laughs> talk about that another time yeah. but let me go in here and let me just be myself. Let me feel comfortable blossoming in this yeah. environment. And then I went and I seen folks sitting down in the sitting area and I said, well, let me look around. Well, I'm going to go have a seat. Sat down and just started talking to the people around me, as yeah. I usually do. And at one point I realized that, like, I'm sitting in the middle of a group of people on an ottoman. I'm sitting in the middle of this group. Yeah, you were. And I'm talking to this brother and sister over here who had driven down from Washington. And then you're sitting here and then two sisters here and two sisters here. And I'm just having these conversations and you were very quiet. And I'm like, why is she so quiet? But you know, why is she so quiet? But you were just soaking it in. So I'm like, wherever you find space, that's where you're going to be comfortable. And then you said, I just want to know, would you come on? Like, you know, I have a podcast and I'm like, oh, that's popping because yeah. I don't. And I'm like, there were quite a few people there with podcasts. Yeah. And you were like, I have one. What's yeah. up? And I was like, I ain't got no podcast yeah. and I do want to come. Yeah. If you will ever have me, yeah. I am just, I was just happy for the opportunity. And like, even the fact that you're saying like, I felt the vibes, the good energy. That's such a thing. Like, what a compliment. What a compliment that I could be out somewhere and just me being myself and just emanating whatever. I don't know what I emanate. Maybe it's light. I don't know. I don't know. But whatever it is for someone else that's also there to feel comfortable to say, I'm going to speak to you. Right. And with that energy, now my best foot is owed. Yeah. I owe you putting my best foot forward because you recognize something in me. Yeah, that's, that's and that's crazy. just such a it's such a wonderful exchange. It right. feels it feels so good. In fact, it just it's fabulous. And this yeah. is the second time. This is the second time this has happened to me this week. 
Really? Yes. Earlier this week, I was hanging the same day you hit me up and were mm. like, hey, are you free to come, you know, do yeah. the podcast? I was like, yeah. Yeah. A little bit later on, remember that ex-boyfriend I mentioned in the beginning of the show? The one who was cheating on me with that girl all on my silk pillowcase? Oh, yes. Should have. Mm, mm, Lord, <laughs> Lord, Lord, pray for maturity. Yeah. But um, that his ex-girlfriend, who I only met once, texted me on the same day and said, Hey, I remember meeting you and being very impressed and feeling your vibes and your energy. And there are some job opportunities that are coming about. I want to talk to you about those. Oh, wow. And I was like, gasp, wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, yeah. what? This is my ex-boyfriend's ex-girlfriend that yeah. I only met once. Right. Three years ago. Damn. You know? So when you when you talk about that energy and those vibes, it's such a compliment yeah. that people are recognizing this in me. You know, she probably only knows about as much about me as you do. Yeah. This is uh, just for the people listening. This is the second time we meet. Yes. Oh, this is this is our second time meeting. This is like our this is I think our first real conversation. Right, like one on one. This is our real the, our first one on one conversation. See, you know, shout out to Joe Budden for bringing people together. Oh my God, I wrote that in a tweet and he retweeted it. Really? Yes. That's crazy. I wrote it. <laughs> That's crazy. Look, look at the vibe. See, yeah. you gotta know the vibe. Somebody gotta get this episode to Joe because we yeah. dropped all kinds yeah, of references. Yeah, I'm gonna send it to Ian. You know, I'll yeah, be like, Yo. you send it to <clears throat> Savon. You send it to Ian. You send it to everybody. And you tell them, yeah. listen, we didn't yeah. dropped plenty of tabs for y'all. Right. And now we need um. I don't know, some shout advertising. Out. We need advertising dollars. Hey, shout out to Spotify. Know, hey, shout out to Spotify, you know, but, you know, just uh, on, you know, what you had mentioned earlier from when you had gone to the show, you you needed that reminder. I needed it. And I think that's so important for us to know, like, just as individuals, like, sometimes you just need to be reminded that mm-hmm. you're that, you know, one. Like, yeah. you know, because it's like, sometimes we forget who we are. Mm-hmm. Because we're so caught up in like living and work and bills and and just like you know, um, there's this one quote that I that I I put as a caption in one of my pictures. Oh, oh, and, we need that. Oh, <laughs> yes, for good captions. Yes, yeah, share that, please. And, please share. And I I wanted to because in in my group of friends, I'm the I'm the dreamer, oh. and I I love being that person because it's like yo, I'm gonna step outside. Of Taurus, that's a dreamer. That is such a Piscean trait. Really? Yes. To be a Taurus and be a dreamer is so interesting. Y'all are so stubborn. Oh, you know, that's a myth. But you're willing to dream? You know, the whole stubborn thing, it's a myth. No, I'm just kidding. It is not a myth. I was going to say, oh, no, no, you don't. (laughs) No, "No, you don't. No, Mm -hmm. and it's true, though. And I I noticed that. And it's funny that we were talking about, you know, know, the the horoscope. You know, I was talking to my good friends the other day about my compatibility with my friendships, right? Yes. My my closest friends are all Capricorns. I noticed that. Are you a Capricorn? I'm a Capricorn. Shut up. January 3rd. Oh, <laughs> that's crazy. That that's, is so, I'm telling you the vibes. That, you got to know the, the vibes. vibes. And I was telling uh, my my good friend Crystal, shout out to Crystal, and like we were talking about how, you know, because her and I are both Taurus, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I told her, I was like, you know what, most of my friendships and or even relationships, you know, were with, with a Capricorn because we get along so great. And then, um, you know, her, her husband, I was like, wait, you know, what is, uh, her husband's one of my good friends as well. And she's like, wait, she's like, that makes sense. And I was like, wait, what's your husband? You know, she's like, he's a Capricorn. And she's a Taurus. I'm like, whoa, this is freaky. Like, this is crazy. And they but, are so cute. I don't even know these people. Yeah, and already um, my brain is saying like, right. oh, they're cute. Yeah. And you know what's they're cute. And the thing is where, you know, the, the energy that, you know, obviously we're all like, in, like different in a way, but, 
we just kind of, you know, I noticed that, and I don't know much about horoscope at all, so I, I might be wrong, but I just feel like um, Capricorn just balance out the even like the stubbornness in a Taurus because because you know they do? just you know they're very much needed. But um, I had seen a quote because I always try and get like the cool quotes for my captions. You know, oh, yeah, you you pull up that quote <laughs> you, because I may need to uh, yeah. appropriate it. But it was very much like um, it was a question. Oh. And I and I've never had a question as a caption until today. Um, oh, this is new. This is new. Oh, okay, okay. Share, share with us. So share with I us. said, "How many of your dreams did you have to kill to survive?" You know what? And let's hold up. <laughs> when you say kill, do you mean you pull up and you be like, "Yes, I killed that," or do you mean kill like, "No, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna broach that adversity." That, the second one. The second one. Oh. Listen, like how many things have you. how many things have you had to put off just to live your life? I have only put things off in okay, so I'm about to and I'm gonna say this and mm-hmm. I hope this ages with grace because <laughs> these things will never go anywhere. <laughs> I think that when I leave my position, in which I'm leaving in June, I think that I can no longer work for anyone or in a structured institution or environment because I'm finding that working from somewhere else or working for someone else is not giving me the creative space, the time, the privilege to put in the work and the growth and the creativity I need for myself to feel happy. And the truth is I keep asking myself, what am I working for? Right. Why do I go to work? We've already established. I know how to get the bag. Yes. There's no reason for me to go and put in my time and my energy for someone else. Yeah. Right now, the work that I do is a labor of love because, like, the children are fabulous. Mm-hmm. By the way, I never even knew that, like, I would get along with children because I have such an out-there personality. They seem to like me, though, so this is going well. This is going <laughs> yeah. well. But I think that I've created, I've allowed roadblocks and lumps and humps in the road like working this is a lump in my road so no I haven't allowed it to stump out or to push any of my dreams aside but what it has done is it slowed me down a bit and maybe that's really for my betterment because I move quickly I make really fast decisions I move fast I'm like turning on a drop of a dime like I'm out here I'm a groover yeah and with me being a student this has slowed me down let me just give you an example I only started my master's program in August of 2017. It's only, what is this month? April of 2019? Yeah. How am I already in the midst of a doctorate and not at the beginning? That's crazy. It's really fast. I have a habit of moving quickly like that. That's amazing. So I think, mm, it still hurts. (laughs) So I think that even the road bumps and blocks of my job grounded me. So that I could focus on how do I allocate my time? How do I like really work smarter instead of harder in order to handle school and then slowly begin to implement back in other things? Because I keep my hands in a lot of different plates and my feet like in a lot of different water. So it's important for me to be grounded in certain ways. Yeah. So maybe the, the one thing that I'm finding to be an area of difficulty and adversity is actually... A blessing in disguise. Definitely. But I don't think I'm going to do this anymore. Because now that I've sat down and slowed myself down enough to really um, reassign what I want for my future and what I want my five-year plan to be. Because um, when I graduated from undergrad, I had no five-year plan. Because 
that was my five-year plan. Yeah. When I started, when I went in at 18, I said, well, okay, so I just want to go ahead and get a degree and I want a job because already I knew going to college doesn't guarantee you work. It doesn't. Nothing about higher education guarantees you work. That's something you do because you want to. I will not be a person that ever tells another young person, in order to be successful, you should go to college. Uh, No, that is such a limited means of saying of what success is. Like, we don't don't define success in that way around here. So that was my five-year plan. I didn't have one. Mind you, not to cut you off. No, come on. But it's it's crazy that that you say that. you know, you don't need uh, to go to college to, to be successful. Nope. Especially because you're, you're going to I'm in a doctorate. That's And crazy. I'm trying to tell you formal education is not what yeah. gets you there. And that's... It's am- not what promises you anything. That's amazing. No, it doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah. Let's not even sit up here and play those games. Right. It's not you know, for everyone. You know, as, as a, you know, as a kid, you know, you're, you're, um, you're taught to think that. You know, and there's no way there's there was never, you know, I don't know, you know, in the schools that you went to, but there was never any class that we took where it was to be your own boss or be an entrepreneur, follow your dreams. You know, not at all. I knew from jump from when I was a kid that Mm -hmm. I knew I could not work for anyone. And I and I didn't know if it was because, you know, my dad has had his own business, but I had never I knew I had never wanted to work for anyone. And even now where I have, you know, my nine to five and I and I think of my nine to five to be able to fund the your pop, dreams. My All dreams. that is doing is funding your dreams. And, you know, exactly. It's and, you a know, funnel. Uh Rory had said this in one of the episodes and I don't remember which one it was, but he said something along the lines of, you know, um, when you have a, a, a goal and you know, a dream that you have that you want to work on. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have your nine to five. Obviously, don't quit your nine to five. Oh, I think it was around the time they got the Spotify deal, right? Exactly. And um, you know, it took them time, time to get that. I know we um we reference, you know, like um, you know, we have these dreams and you have to, you know, you have to work to be able to pay your bills and things like that, right? And he said something uh along the lines of, you know, even if you're working your nine to five, you know, let that kind of use the resources you have in that. To build your dreams, so until at least until you no longer need to rely on those right. resources. So yes. I gave myself, and I gave myself this goal early in the year because I have I made this vision board girl, out, mm-hmm. you know, and I I I told myself, you know what, by the end of 2019, I'm going to quit my nine to five and focus completely on the podcast. So I am going to hold you to that. Yes, I am going to hold you to that. Right. This, I mean, this a whole coincidence yeah. brought us together for a reason. Yeah. I'm holding you to that. I'm going to hold you to it just like I hold my clients that come to me for professional development, for talent management, all of those different things I do. I'm going to hold you to it just like I hold my clients. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's true because you have to be able to think outside the box and and know, you know what, I could do this. Even though it's something no one's ever done. Because I always think of it, you know, because my family came here from Mexico and they're, they're very much, they're doing things now that weren't you know the usual thing to do as you know as being i don't know if you have if you've been in mexico before but it's very much um it's hard to i don't know how to explain it where no one ever gives up which i mean i'm sure you've been to places where you know i've never been to when you know the times i visited mexico i just only feel more inspired than before like you Mm -hmm. know and you know and 
being able to see like like my family, like my dad and his brothers literally come from nothing, did everything the right from way. From the bottom. Literally came from the bottom and and did everything the right way. We we ain't doing nothing shady that here. That matters. It matters How so much. How things come, right. the way it comes is the way it will go. Right. So, And if you go by things and you bring things about and it manifests with integrity, with good character, with solid hard work, yeah, you're going to reap those benefits. That's true. You... You always have to do things because you genuinely love it or you have genuine intentions, you know, with mm-hmm. with anything that you do, you know, whether it's, you know, a friendship or, you know, relationship or work or anything, anything you do, you make sure you have genuine intentions because in the in the long run, it'll show if it's genuine or not. It sure will. And and that's like, you know, referencing back again how we were talking about, you know, sometimes you outgrow people. Hey, now. Say you that. Know. Say that. And, Make these connections yeah. for yourself. And and I and, yes. I, and I, I tell myself, you know what? Um, if if it's meant for you know for them to be in my life in the long run, I'll see them there. But for right now, I can't. I can't. Once again, you will attract your tribe. Yeah, exactly. It exactly. You That's will so attract true. your tribe. Yeah. That is one of the things that I have to remind myself when I get nervous about when I pick up and move randomly and I have no family or friends there, when I travel alone, when I just go out into the world, when I'm interacting with people, I just tell people, hey, look, I attract my tribe. Yeah. My job this year um, offered me a position to you know, stay on and come back next year. I work in a school, so come back for next school year. And um, they said, as I said, I'm going to pick up and move. They said, oh, 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 you have family and friends there? I do have family there, but, you know, not really, you know? So I'm like, nah, you know, I'm just, I'm going. Right. And she said, oh, you're not afraid of going by yourself? I said, I moved to California pretty much by myself. Like, yeah. I moved to Chicago by myself. I was going to go to Portland or Seattle by myself. I'll attract my tribe. Yes. And she was just... Egg on the face. She kind of had egg on her face (laughs) because she was trying to be cute. She was trying to be cute and say, like, are you really going to make these moves? Yeah. I will attract my tribe. Don't worry about that. It happens. I don't even know. Even as I look at, like, my Instagram, my followers, the people I follow Mm -hmm. on Twitter, the followers, the people I follow and interact with, I don't know them folks. I've attracted my tribe. Right. And you have to to go into... Everything with that, whether and and I always reference, you know, even like going to the grocery store. Just you never know who you're going to attract at the Walmart. Talk to them, yeah. folks at the Walmart. Yes. You're right. Yes, and you know, mind you, most of the time, you know, when I'm a casual, I, I look very bummy. I'm just very much casual vibes, you know. <laughs> I, and don't get me wrong, I love getting ready and everything, but you know, when I just have to go do a quick run to the grocery store, you're just gonna go. I'm just you you're know, just gonna sweats, go. You know, I'm good. So then. Yep. And even then, I I always find myself, I always try and challenge myself on the daily where I tell myself, okay, Maria, try and meet someone new each day. So then I try. So, meet someone new each day. So okay. whether whether it could be the UPS guy, your mailman, your, your you know, whatever, your, you know, cl- client, anything, anyone it could be, try and, and because you just never know the difference you'll make in their day. You are so right about that. Yeah. I've ne- I guess I've never really set out to meet someone new um, every day. Sometimes, to be honest with you, like another transparency moment, I don't have the energy to meet new people. Right. And I have to gauge now that I'm becoming like a real adult. Because yeah. as far as I'm concerned, I was not an adult adult yet. I yeah. just got to the point where I'm like, put some respect on my adulthood. 
as an adult, there are times when I am not prepared to meet people. And that's completely I'm okay. Not, yeah, I'm yeah. not. However, I'm always cognizant of the way I interact with others and the mm-hmm. way that they feel after our interaction. Right. And, you know, and even with, like, the, the daily things that I, like, one thing that I, I don't like going out of my way to meet people either, but Mm-mm, just no. even, I notice, like, even in the places where I'm I'm commonly at, whether it's at the bank, or the mm-hmm. or the post office or work, you know. I, I get clients on the daily, so um, usually I see the same clients all the time. But I never take the time to ask them, "Hey, how's your day going?" Yep. And the amount of, of difference you make in their life, obviously, you know, they probably won't let you know, but you see it in their in their energy and their smile, and they'll say, "You know what? I hope you have a great day." And then they'll, you know, anytime they see you, they'll they'll see well in this t- small town, you know, you see the same people. All You'll the time. see someone again, and um, and. It's 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 incredible to know, like you know what, like I love being able to like inspire people and and change the way they look at life because I've met a lot of people that um, are so used to the same thing and the same people and they don't want to meet new people and you know very much like how you said you know it, Oakland was when you got there, um, very different. It, it was very 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 different, very different, very different and, than what I'm used to. And um, you know I noticed that you know small like well I don't want to say it's a small area because Oakland's big you know but it's small. I, I, is it really? I have Oakland, re- Oakland, and Flint. Flint is bigger than Oakland. Really? Much. I've never. Much. I've never. I, I think I need to spend more time in Oakland. You do. You yeah. need to spend more time in a lot of places. Yeah. And now, I mean, it's too late. Now we're gonna be friends. I'm just gonna kidnap you everywhere I <laughs> yes, go. Yes, I'm so, so down. Like, because yeah. like you, yeah, it's it's time. Yeah. You got to see some new things. You got to yeah. see some different places. You got to like branch out and you need your brand, okay, Wait. to be out here. Yeah. And Los Baños is so cute, but we got to get you out here, <laughs> yeah, okay? You know, so, and yeah, you got to spend some time out that way. Yeah, I'm super Very excited. Very small, though. Yeah, I'm super excited to to take the next steps for the podcast. And even, like, today's episode was such an amazing start to the new change of the New Era podcast. You know, like... Yes, and I think this is a great beginning. I think we need to do, even you, more of this Today, I've heard you speak so candidly about your thoughts, your feelings, your intentions, the way that you're moving, the changes you've made, and all of your episodes. I don't think I've ever heard you speak this much about yourself or what you're doing. I just sat here. I said, I'm going to just, I need you to just sit and talk because your listenership is going to grow with your growth. They're going to enjoy watching this development and this maturation because you are popping. Someone's listening right now saying, yeah, she is popping this yeah. episode. This is a lot of personality. Yeah, and you know, I'm, a, I'm such a private person where, you know, I'm always like, eh, I'm not going to share that one. You know, because I'm such, I always kind of put like a shield over myself sometimes where it's like, nah, I don't want people to know that. But then I, I, you know, there was, I knew I had to change when I had one of my listeners talk to me. And she told me, Maria, you mentioned this certain topic this time. And I was just hoping you would bring it up again because it showed me. Oh, okay. And it just so happened to be about my breakup. And I was like, oh, but girl, you don't understand, you know? And she's like, Maria, I went through such a tough time in my situation where I wanted to hear how you're dealing with it because I'm I'm learning from you. You want to do a breakup episode? Uh, You know, I think that'd be great. You can do it. I, You know, it's just, I, th- I think I'm at the place where I'm like, you know what? I could handle that shit mentally. 
Because that's why you need to articulate it. Because like she said, yeah. there's somebody who's going to say, yeah. I couldn't handle this quite the same. Yeah. And, that, and I think that's one thing, like even on topics, regardless of, you know, what topics we do talk about, whether they're sensitive or, you know, very personal, you know, being able to mentally be OK with the conversation we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And and I and I told her this at the time, you know, at, at that time, I knew I wasn't ready. Ah, I knew I wasn't ready. And yes. and now I'm at the place mentally where I'm like, you know what? I know I'm strong enough, not only like in my heart, but mentally to be like, you know what? I'm okay with how things are now and, and life and the decision that I made. Because mm-hmm. I left. Feeling good about that decision, okay? Yes. Even now later on, like you said, you left, okay? Yeah. When you walk out and you know it's on your own accord, right. I'm done here, we are done. We are done. Yeah. It's such a powerful feeling. Yeah. It's, so yeah, it's such so, a great feeling. So that'd be awesome to do a next episode, you know, to talk about, you know, so that way people could kind of understand like, whether it's a, a female or a male, mm-hmm. that whatever, you know, what they're going through. But um, I love folks <laughs> want to know. <laughs> They well, they want to know. Yeah, and then also like they're having experiences, you're having experiences. We know. Let's just put it in in like this other bubble. We know as much as Joe and Rory and Parks and Savon and yeah. you know we know as much as they tell us. Right. And we love it. Yes. That's why we come back. Yes. That's why we come back. Because we're like, I, I feel so seen. Yeah. <laughs> they say something and you're relating. You're right. I, I know I listen I know. when I'm commuting. And I'm like, yes, yes. yes. That's exactly how I feel yeah, right now. Right. You know, you feel seen. And to feel seen is to feel like you have now built community. And yes. you now have ownership. And now you want this for yourself. And like you said, for others. And you want to protect it and love it and support it. Yeah. And we want to do that for you. Thank you so much. Today's episode was amazing. And oh, we Talked Thanks about you know um, what what are you what's your Twitter and your Instagram if you don't oh okay so my Instagram is like Lee and that's spelled L Y K E underscore L E E it is private but go on ahead and hit the um, follow anyway I will go ahead and let everyone follow me the only reason it's private is because all the hair weave pages kept following me <laughs> and I was like can y'all stop like it was it was so wonky and I was just kind of like I don't need this or people trying to promote their mixtapes under my picture so. <laughs> That's the only reason. It's nothing like crazy. And then my Twitter, it is open. It is Lock Goody. And let me just confirm the spelling. It's L O C G O O D Y, Lock Goody. And it is available. And, and it, it could hit you up. And we should have, well, we're going to, I want to send this to Ian and the guys to see if, if yeah. they can talk about it. But, um, you know, I, I do want people to, to hit us up and let us know what they thought of today's episode. And yes, I definitely want to us. I definitely want to do another episode um, uh, later on to, so that way we could see how much we've changed, even from then, even from our goals and things great. like that. Um, and then they could hit you up on Instagram or Twitter. And then they could hit me up. Well, my, my Instagram and Twitter is new underscore era. And I'm like I said, I can't thank you enough for coming out and taking the drive out to the studio to to come and record. Thanks for having me. This has been such an experience. I've enjoyed our conversation so much. I I feel like this is our first real conversation. I feel like I've just watched you blossom into this beautiful <laughs> oh, awesome. rose. And so yeah, just I hope your listenership loves this. If anyone has any questions, comments, want to talk to me about anything, like I said, I do professional development. I do personal development. I do a lot of coaching. I do a lot of diversity inclusion work. Um, anything. I do all kinds of fun things. So like, hit me 
up. Ask me. If I don't do it, trust me, I have a resource for you. That's awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode and stay tuned for the next one.